Praise God. God is a good God. Um, even is when it's 105 degrees outside, God's still, still God. Amen. And so, you know, it's just a preparation so people understand that hell is hot, hotter than 105. And so you might not want to go there. All right. Um, tonight we're going to do something a little bit different than most Wednesday nights. I just um, couldn't get out of my spirit. I've been, I was praying and praying about, um, first of all, first of, dad was supposed to be ministering tonight. I was supposed to be ministering last week and we traded, um, which we traded, but didn't tell anybody else. So that's the way things work um, because he wanted to be out of town. So um, anyway, I'm speaking on Sunday as well. We're going to have a wonderful service. Um, it's, it's, it's communion. It's also July 4th weekend or whatever. So we're going to talk about, you know, shedding blood, you know, anyway, so it's going to be a great time. Um, but tonight I, I just was, I don't know, for a couple of weeks or, or after we traded, um, I was been, you know, kind of praying about what we're going to do. And I just felt led that we're going to have a healing service on a Wednesday night. In fact, I don't know the last time we've had a healing service on a Wednesday night. Um, you know, I'm sure we probably have had one in Rainbow Bible Church history, but not very often. Um, but you know, I was interested. I, w- I was at Rainbow, Mexico. Um, well, I want to say a few weeks ago, a few months ago now, I guess, because time flies when you're having fun. And, um, you know, so we did the Grammar graduation. Then we did a special healing service at Rainbow, Mexico City on Sunday morning. And then we did on Sunday night, um, we went to Rama Toluca, Mexico, and um, did a special healing service. And man, we had a lot of people that came down and I found out they went to the hospitals. I mean, they were talking to people in the hospitals that said, we're having a special healing service. You should show up. Well, you know what? Because they went to the hospitals, they went to the street or whatever. We had like, both churches sit, I don't know, a couple hundred people, maybe 300 people at the most. And Sunday morning, I think we had 40 people came down and got saved, you know, after service and Sunday night, it's like 25 people. And because a lot of these people were unchurched, they just showed up because someone said there was a special healing service. And, you know, obviously um, a lot of folks in Mexico um, tend to be Catholic, but, you know, the Catholics believe in healing. And so they showed up and it was, it was really interesting too. So um, we had a, a um, myself and Earl Glisson and another pastor were in town. So they rented a van and a driver to drive us around to, to do things for us. And so um, Sunday morning, I, we started service at 11. It was finished at one. Sunday night, service started at five. It was a, roughly an hour drive. We all wanted to eat because, you know, we do believe in, in, in eating. Um, and so we wanted a little bit of time. We, I, we, I say time to rest. I, I think I had like 30 minutes at home, at, home at, at the hotel to, to get ready. So, so we're looking around. We, you know, we, we left fairly quickly looking around for our driver. Can't find a, a Eduardo anywhere. Um, everyone's like, where's he at? I mean, we, we kind of need to go. Come to find out he came down for salvation. Um, you know, so we were, we gladly waited. Um, so I took a bunch of pictures with people while we were waiting for Eduardo to get out of the, out of the, to the prayer room. And the interesting part about it is, is that, um, you know, I just assumed he was from the church. He goes, no, you know, Pastor Tim Rogers says, no, he's one, his, his friend goes to our church, but you know, that's how we found out about him. So it's pretty awesome that even our driver got saved. Um, you know, and actually one of the things that actually convinced him was actually graduation the night, the day before to see how excellent, you know, because just like we do here at Rainbow, at Rainbow USA, you know, graduation is excellent. In fact, you know, 
you that have graduated from Rhema and, and you've maybe gone through our graduation practice, they did it three different days. All right. I mean, so, I mean, so they, they had graduation practice, not in the building, but they still practiced marching in. Then the building, I was there for graduation practice. And then before the graduation, they did graduation practice again to make sure people could march in the building correctly. You know, right? I mean, that's, so you think it's bad, Raymond graduation? It was really bad. And you have to know that, you know, Pastor Rhonda, Rhonda likes things perfect. And that's, you know, and, you know, some people don't pay a lot of attention. We have found out their graduates this last year didn't pay as much attention as some other graduates have. But anyway, we're going to have a special healing service. And then, um, you know, I was already going to have a, you know, a healing service where I felt the Lord. But then, um, you know, some, some of you might know that I'm on social media quite a bit. And somebody actually indicated who happened, this person happened to be one of my friends, so I'm not going to cry about, indicated that God would not heal you if you didn't eat properly and exercise. Now, I'm going to say this, all right? I, I'm, I'm cool with people eating properly and exercising. Okay, obviously, if you, I mean, I lost 100 pounds, so obviously I do believe in eating properly and exercising. I do not believe in bondage, all right? You know, you know, the other day I had a dessert. Um, we had a late Father's Day um, dinner with, with, you know, and, and so um, um, that my stepdaughter wanted to take me out for Father's Day. And so we did, you know, and I figured, well, if we're, we're celebrating me, then I deserve a dessert. I don't eat desserts that often, so, but I deserve one, all right? You know, I'm not going to get in bondage over that. But I'm here to tell you, the Bible doesn't say anything about eating properly and exercising in order to be healed. In fact, I actually made the statement. I said, well, you know what? I know a lot of people, including my own self, that have made a lot of bad financial decisions that put me kind of behind the eight ball. And God came through for me, even though I was an idiot with my finances. (laughs) All right. You know, and so that's the thing about it is, you know, God loves us so much that it doesn't matter how stupid we are sometimes. You know, I got a book on that. Um, that he still wants to bless us. He still cares about us. You know what? I mean, even going back to Genesis, God still loved Adam and Eve, even though they committed, you know, a very bad sin. All right. But God loved him, loved them and he loves you. And that's the thing about it is, People try to put you under condemnation. We'll get to that scripture in a minute. But we're going to start out with um, 1 Peter 2.24. Now, most of you probably know what it says even before um, I read it. But 1 Peter 2.24 says this. I'm reading from the, the, I'm reading from the New King James today. It says, um, Who him, himself bore our sins in his own body um, on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness. Then it says, By whose stripes you were healed. Now notice the word were, all right? Now, I've said this before, but I haven't said it in a long time. Um, Some of you might've heard me tell you that um, I was at Oklahoma State University just minding my own business and and I got a a little slip from my um, counselor to ask me to come and see her. And I went to see her and she was like, well, I've gone through your transcript and because you transferred from ORU and there, there were some, some classes that you took that you didn't have to take or whatever, we have determined that you only need one more English class and we're going to give you an English minor. 
All right, one more, three more hours of English, and you can get an English minor from <laughs> university, from Oklahoma State University. So you know what I sold her? No, thank you. <laughs> you know, I wrote enough papers in my life. Um, you know, I don't want to write any more papers. I don't want to take any more English class. And besides, I believe that would be an insult for me to actually say that I have an English minor, because have you ever heard me speak English? Um, you know. So quite literally, all I needed was one more class and they would have gave me, I, I could have minored in English. I majored in accounting, could have minored in English, um, and English lit, and I said no. Um, so, but I do know enough about English. So here, here's the thing. So um, English was my worst subject. You know, I, if, if anyone ever saw my grades all through, all through high school, A, 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 so I get to English, I made a B. All right, so in my worst subject, I would make a B. B. I, I don't know why. Maybe because I confess I'm always making a B in English and I always got a B. Every once in a while, I would get an A every once in a while, but English was just tough. I mean, you know, this was really hard to get that A. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's not applying myself. But the word were is a word meaning past tense, Right? If you were something, then you have already been. You're a has-been, all right? So what Jesus you know, did here, you know, and also they say actions speak louder than words. Anyone heard that, that, that thing? Well, Jesus didn't just speak the words. He just didn't say, be healed, guys. He took stripes on his back. And the Bible says that by his stripes, we were healed. No matter what you eat like. All right, no matter how much you exercise. It doesn't, there is no, well, we were healed, but, you know, if you don't eat properly, we're not sure about that. No, it says we were healed. So actually it indicates that you have already been healed. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You have already been healed. Do you realize that? You got to think from perspective. You have already been healed 2,000 years ago. Now you realize that, you know, we're going to celebrate communion, you know, on Sunday that, and we talk about Jesus died on the cross, but you realize Jesus could have died on the cross for our, our sins and we could have still gone to heaven and he did not take the stripes on his back for our healing. We still wouldn't make it to heaven, but he did the quote, you know, to quote my father, he did extra. He did the extra thing. Now, why did he do the extra thing? You know, well, because the book of Isaiah, now the book of Isaiah was written between 750 and 700 BC, give or take a year, all right? One person said it was 698 BC. I don't know. It was before Christ, okay? 700 years before the birth of Jesus. And, um, you know, so Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says this. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. 700 years before he was even born, we were healed. You know, that's the thing. So when Jesus took the stripes on his back, he was just fulfilling the prophecy by the book of Isaiah. And at that moment, at that moment, you were healed 
2,000 years ago. Whether you eat properly today or not, you were healed. See, there is no caveat. You know, a lot of people want to put their own butt in, in, in there. Well, if you do this, butt this, but you need to get your butt out of the way. All right? See, here's the thing. Why do people think like this? Because they're trying to think in their own mind, if they were God, they wouldn't bless you if, if you eat, didn't eat properly. Or they wouldn't bless you if you didn't spend your finances properly or, or whatever. The point of the matter is, they, I don't know if anyone can truly understand how much God loves us, how much that, you know, that he puts up with our junk. But I guess if you go back to the Old Testament, many people don't read the Old Testament, but you see the children of Israel marching through the desert for 40 years, you know, and all this stuff. And I mean, how much they complained to God. I mean, you realize, you know, God invented DoorDash just for these guys. I mean, a long time, he invented DoorDash. He, I mean, they walked out of the door, you know, I mean, you know, had food there, all that kind of stuff, because they're griping they couldn't find any food in the desert. I mean, there was quail there, there was meat. They had everything that they needed, and they still complained. Bunch of complainers. I mean, you know, and, I mean, you, you can read about it. I mean, they were complaining. But you know what? We do the same thing. We complain all the time, but God still loves us. God still cares about it. His, his grace is sufficient for us. I mean, his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness, it doesn't matter. He loves us. And we've already been healed whether we want to, want to accept it or not. Now, here's the thing. If you've already been healed, well, how do you receive your healing? Well, it's through your faith. Same way you receive your salvation. You know, when Jesus, when Jesus died on the cross and then he went down to hell and defeated Satan and then rose to the right hand of the Father, you know, salvation belongs to us, but the way we receive it is through our faith. The way we receive everything through God is through our faith. It already belongs to us. Now, I don't know if some of you are my generation, um, but my generation, American Express card used to, you know, have a commercial, don't leave home without it, you know, because they wanted you to use it. But also, you know, they had lots of benefits with the American Express card. In fact, I talked to one pastor, and so he says, the reason I have the American Express Platinum card, the, only, the, the biggest reason he pays the extra whatever it is a year, I'm not sure what it is now, it used to be like $300 a year or whatever, is because the American Express Platinum card, if you are in a foreign country and, and you get ill, at least that's what they used to do, I don't know if they still do it, he goes, which I didn't even know, I had to look it up, and sure enough, he was right at that point in time. You know, it's been 20 years now, he, maybe they've, they've limited their, their, their benefits. But if you're in a foreign country and you fall ill and they don't have medical, they'll air evacuate you out of the country um, you know, to make sure you have proper treatment or they'll get you to a place that has proper treatment. And so that's the reason he cares that. I do know that they, at least used to, a lot of them have adopted this, that they do have insurance on a rental car because I totaled one one time and it worked. All right. Now, they are what they call secondary insurance. What does that mean? Your insurance company pays and then they pay your deductible. So, so, you know, they didn't have to pay a lot of money, but, but that means I was not out of pocket at all, except for my insurance rate might have went up, you know, because it was my fault. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. You know, that's, you know, talking about being stupid, um, things like that. It was a one-car accident. So <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's, that's another story for another time. Uh, all right. 
There was nobody else involved. You know, but people like, you know, so you have already been healed. The way you receive your healing is through faith. You know what? Many people are praying. They're, they're, they're saying they're praying. You know, God, you know, I'm, I'm praying that I'm going to get healed. Well, how can you go get something you already have? You know, see, they don't know the benefits. Like I said, the American Express card gives benefits, but, but the Salvation Express card also gives us benefits as well. So when we receive our salvation, we don't just get salvation. We get all the benefits. And going back to the Old Testament, it says, forget not all the benefits that comes with our salvation. One of the benefits is that by his stripes, we were healed. Now, I was thinking about this. You know, um, in life, I mean, you know, in your wallet, you might have a debit card and you might have a credit card. There's, two, there's, there's a distinct difference, even though they look the same. A credit card... Whenever you buy something on that credit card, if you don't immediately pay your balance off, at least at the end of uh, um, the month or whatever, you're going to pay interest rate on that credit card. So, so there's a penalty for buying something on a credit card. All right, a penalty. I mean, you know, you're going to pay more money than what it, what it, what it was, and it's because you just had to have it. Now, you buy it on a debit card, it's going to immediately take it from your bank account. If you don't have money in your bank account, then that's an issue. Uh, all right. Here's the thing is that God has already provided stuff in your account. And in fact, I was actually thinking of what's even a better illustration. Is anyone ever got one of those prepaid, uh, you know, gift cards or whatever, used like $100 or what? Anyone ever got one of those? All right, we got a few people got one of those. Well, they have these prepaid gift cards. You can buy them at Walmart or you can buy them at the mall or whatever. And, you know, so... You can use up to $100 or up to, you can put as much money as you want to. You can put $500, you can put a thousand, you can put a million dollars on a, on a prepaid credit card or, you know, and give it to somebody and they have a million dollars to spend. Well, I'm here to tell you, when you get your Salvation Express card, you have a prepaid card to cash in anytime you want. You need healing? Here it is. Cash that out, cash that in. It, it, healing belongs to you. It already belongs to you. No matter whether you eat properly or not. Now, I, I would suggest you might eat properly, but that doesn't, you know, God's not going to punish you because, you know, you decide not to eat properly. Now, you know, you might have to buy new clothes. That's the thing. Whether you gain weight or lose weight, you've got to buy new clothes. That's one thing I found out. Um, you know, that's just, you know, that's just the way it is. And it's a whole lot more fun to buy a size down than it is buying a size up. But then you have a, you know, I still got clothes in my closet. They're like, I, I have like five sizes in my closet, by the way, because I'm just too, too, I cleaned it out, but I still haven't got it all cleaned out. Anyway, so one of these days I'll actually give all my stuff away. Um, anyway, but you know, people are like thinking, well, how is it possible that I've already been healed? Well, my dad has a favorite scripture and it's Luke 18, 27. It says this, but he said the things which are impossible with man are possible with God. You know, so I know it doesn't make natural sense for us, but you know what? There's a lot of things that doesn't make natural sense. All right. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't make a natural thing, but, but it's not about your natural. It's, it's about what God has done for you in the supernatural realm. And my grandfather always said the supernatural realm is more, re more real than the natural realm. We just don't always see that. So the deal is we have already been healed. And, and you're going to take that in perspective. You have to realize that I'm not believing I'm going to get healed because some people are like, well, when is it going to happen? It's already happened. It's already happened. 
Now, now, well, how do I get it? Well, it's through my faith. Well, um, and I read it all the time. Definition of faith, according to the dictionary, yourdictionary.com is actually Webster's New World Dictionary. It says, second definition is, is, um, is an unquestioning belief without any proof or evidence. All right, unquestioning means when people say, when am I gonna get healed? That's a question, that's not faith. Anyway, when are you, I mean, even the, to ask that question, when am I gonna get healed? If you know what the word of God says, it says you have already been healed, so why are you asking when, when you've already got it? You know, and people even sing the song, I don't know if remember, remember singers of band, I've got it, I've got it in my feet, I've got it. They're singing all about I've got it, but then they don't think they got it whenever they have it, and they don't know that they already have it because it already belongs to them, because healing belongs to you at any point in time. Whether anyone puts their hand on your head or not, healing belongs to you. See, some people think, well, I can only get healed if I come up for a healing line. Well, that's you in your own mind thinking, thinking that. No, you can get healed wherever you are at any point in time because, you know, healing already belongs to you. By his stripes, you were healed. You know, another scripture that I, I you know, a lot of people use this scripture for, for money, but um, Philippians 4.19, it says, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You just need money. Sometimes I need healing. All right. So the Bible says he's going to supply all my need as, as long as I eat right. Or as long as I spend my money right. No, it doesn't say that. It says, my God shall supply all your need. All right, according to the risen glory by Christ Jesus. So what does that mean? That my God is supplying all my need. My healing, my finances. And even if I'm stupid, God's still providing my need because he loves me that much. You know, here's the thing. God loves stupid people so he can love you. All right, that's, that's, just, that's just it. God loves stupid people. You know, we all have, you know, done stupid things. You know, my grandfather would talk about too. So it means that there's been times that, that he'd been preaching or whatever, and he was sweating and it was cold outside and he would go outside without a coat. And he said, he says, you know, the wind would catch him in his, in his throat would, would swell up or, or, or whatever. He, he'd catch a cold or whatever. Well, that was his stupidity. But you know what? God still healed him, even though he was stupid. You know, probably should wear a coat, um, you know, or, or whatever, um, but God loves us. Now, um, speaking to somebody that tries to tell us that, you know, well, God doesn't want to do this or whatever, um, we have the condemnation scripture. Romans chapter eight says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, as long as they eat right. No, it says, there is no condemnation See, this person was trying to put someone under condemnation. Well, what they're trying to say, if I was God, I wouldn't heal you if you didn't eat properly and, and exercise. I think you should eat properly and exercise. I'm, I'm all for that. But God, you know, you're not here to, you shouldn't be condemning somebody because, you know, they like McDonald's. All right, or they, actually, I don't know if you saw, there, there's a guy that's losing weight eating McDonald's every day. He's actually losing weight eat McDonald's every day. You know, you know, actually, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lay this out there. You know, th this whole discussion went into all kinds of stuff and, and said, you know, someone 
this person actually said, well, you can have biscuits and gravy every day, you know, and, and they said, you'll still go to heaven, you might get, get there faster. It's interesting part, because I remember um, Keith Moore and also I've seen my mom do it, you know, they went through a history of, of people who lived a long time and someone like George Byrne, who lived, you know, right at 100 years, you know, he, he attributes uh, the smoking c- cigars and I think drinking whiskey or something like that. You know, bourbon, you said? <laughs> or bourbon. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people who lived a long time that weren't eating healthy and doing all the things that they, that they probably should do. They still lived a long time. Maybe they had good genes. I, I, I don't know. You know, the, the point is, you know, we can't put condemnation on our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. You know, I mean, just because they don't want to eat like you or they don't want to do this or they don't do, you know, I mean, you know, I don't care what you think. But that's the point. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's a, it's between me. I, mean, I, I really only care what God thinks about me, honestly. I mean, I kind of like people who like me, but, you know, whether you like me or not doesn't really matter. As long as, you know, God loves me is all that really matters. All right, I've got to hurry. Um, few more um, scriptures here. Mark nine twenty three says this. Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things are possible to him that believes if you eat properly. I, I know I'm making fun of this, but the point is, is I don't see how on our own mind we can put these scriptures together. It says, if you believe all things are possible, drop the mic. That's all that means. All right. There is no contingent. I, I get it. You know, if you were God and trying to run this thing, maybe you would have this contingency, but you're not God. You know, God doesn't have all these contingent things. Well, if you do this, then I'm going to bless you. No, God wants to bless you. And in fact, people will bless you if you sneeze, by the way, too. That's a, that's a whole other whole thing. People, I, I always tell people, if you want to get really blessed, you should carry around pepper, you know, and then every once in a while, put it on your nose and start sneezing. And you're going to have people all the time. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It's like a Catholic church or something, you know, just because you sneeze. I looked it up. I finally Googled it one day. Why some people will say, why do people say God bless you when you sneeze? I mean, that's, I mean, that's a habit we all say. And you, you know what? Most of the time, you don't care whether God blesses them or not. You're, you're just saying it because that's what you're supposed to say. And sometimes we don't even say God bless you. We just say bless you. So, so do you know why that is? Is because of the bubonic plague. So people started sneezing and started thinking, and they're like, God bless you. Hope you don't have that plague. That's, that's really what it came from. You know? Anyway, one more scripture before we minister to the sick. It says this, John 14, 13 and 14, it says, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it as long as you eat properly. Obviously, it doesn't say that. Um, you know, I'm just making facetious things of a stupid Facebook comment that someone made. You know what? Whatever you ask in my name, I'm going to do. There's no caveats. It's not, it doesn't you know, matter. I get it. We shouldn't do stupid things, but you're... At some point in time, you will. I don't care how smart you are. In fact, I'm the smartest man in the world, according to my, according to my, um, my device. If, if you ask Siri, what is my name? Smartest man in the world. So that's what, that's what it says. And the only reason it says that is because I was, somebody else was saying, hey, you know what? You can have Siri call you anything. I'm like, really? I'm like, you know, and so if I ask what's my name, I say, well, your name is Craig. But you asked me to call you as far as man in the world. So once again, Tim Rogers from Mexico says, so I sent him, when I sent him my contact, it actually says, Craig Hagen, smartest man in the world. 
So every time I text him, it says smartest man in the world. So when I, we were up there, we fixed his series. So it would call him, I can't remember, Mr. Awesome or something like that. Um, now, I actually got scared one day because when you, when you send me an email, it has all these names listed and it says, you know, all the other, other names and it says, and the smartest man in the world. And so I'm like, when I email people, does that, does that come up or whatever? It doesn't come up in any way. And I'm not the smartest man in the world, by the way. Um, you know, so <laughs> I have a joke about that, but I'm not going to talk about it. All right. But anyway, healing belongs to you at any point in time. Amen. So if you're here in this room and, and you need healing in your body, um, actually, let's all stand up first of all. That make it easier. If you need healing in your body, come on down here. We want to minister God's healing power to you uh, at this point in time. Just come down here. The ushers will line you up. And um, when you come down here, I want you to expect to get healed. I want you to, I mean, healing already belongs to you. It's already yours. All right? Your healing is yours. I don't care how sick you feel. doesn't matter how you feel. All right, but I want you to know that healing belongs to you. So what I want you to do is when you get down here, once they line you up, I want you to close your eyes. I don't want you to think about me. I don't want you to think about, I want you to close your eyes. And I'm gonna ask you to lift both hands toward the Lord. And um, I want you to think about two things, Jesus Christ and your healing. When I get to you, I don't know what I'm gonna say, probably something like be healed. Doesn't matter, what I say doesn't matter. Um, but when I put my hand upon your head, I'm going to say something like, be healed. As soon as I say that, I want you, you know, in your own mind to say, I take it now. What's that doing? You're taking your healing now by faith. Amen. Amen. The rest of you, I, I want you to either be singing with the group or be praying for these people. And actually, before I minister to the, these folks, I'm going to look at this camera right here. If you're, if you're watching online, I want you to stretch your hands out toward this camera. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for the healing power of God flowing throughout these airwaves. And we thank you, Father, if anyone is watching online that needs healing, we thank you, Father, for the healing power of God going in their body from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We thank you, Father, for driving out that that Satan has wrought, Father. We thank you, Father, for testimonies that we shall hear and that we shall see in the name of Jesus. And if you're watching online and you have a testimony about your healing, testimony at rhema.org. I'm sending your testimony. And we've had tons of testimonies of people that have watched our online services and got healed right there from, from ministering there. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're just going to start at the end and we'll just go that way. Hallelujah. Jesus is the healer. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name right right of It's working in your body in the name of Jesus. Amen. Stretch your hands out. We have a few prayer cloths here. And we're going to pray for these prayer cloths that represent people. Amen. That the same healing power of God will flow into their bodies. Father God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus for the healing power of God flowing in these. Father, we command this cancer to leave now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you, Father, as these cloths are laid upon the sick. We thank you, Father, that the power of God will flow into their body from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, driving out that as Satan is wrought. And we command any, any evil spirit be gone now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, in, for testimonies that we shall hear and that we shall see. And we thank you, Father, for life-changing things happening as these cloths are laid upon the sick. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. God is a good God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 802. So did pretty well. You know, it's really hard to determine how long the healing line is going to last. And you know, trying to get you out, you know, it was an hour and two minutes of power today. Amen. Praise God. Well, God is a good God. Amen. Amen. If you're a first time visitor, we're glad to have you tonight. Um, the connection team is in the aisle. They want to take you back. And we have a um, special gift that we'd like to give to you to let you know what's going on Rainbow Valley Church. We want to say welcome. Welcome here. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget um, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. I'll be here. Um, Communion Sunday. Um, it'll be a wonderful, wonderful time. God bless you. Shake hands with two or three people and you're dismissed.